All right. And we're back. We are talking about the coal group here. So we got Joplin, um, Los Angeles, Raleigh, and Clemson. So uh, we'll start out with uh, we'll start out with Joplin, and we'll we'll work our way. So Joplin brought in the seventy two ninety class, replacing the two hundred three two seventeen class, and they were two seed last year in the NTT. They lost one senior, Brett Cole. Uh, I mean, he's their best player, probably maybe Seth Foster. Um, you could argue for Seth Foster, but he was the guy that kind of carried the scoring load, uh, an efficient 23-point game scorer, a key cog in the middle of their uh, of their offense, played great defense. Um, but they do replace a guy that looks similar in a lot of ways in uh, Hunter Farmer, 6'8", six, six, power forward, shooting 50.9% from the field, 40.2% from three, 77 from free throw line. 24 points per game um not yeah just like him he's not a passer so i i feel like this guy is almost a carbon copy of uh brett cole what do you think well he's first of all just a real salt of the earth kind of guy hunter farmer you know yeah. i mean he's just he he, he lives off the land uh yeah. and so you gotta admire that and it makes sense he fits in with the journeyman absolutely uh, mm-hmm. but no, I mean, as, as to his basketball ability, the one question I would have is whether he can hold up defensively in the same way yeah. that Cole did, uh, you know, cause you're right as a scorer, he's certainly got it. And it, it's fascinating to me that Cole was a 23 points a game guy in an efficient way with some good defense in the class that you mentioned, right? 203, 217, uh, Hardwood. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know what happened there. Um, you know, and even if you take a look at his high school numbers, they were pretty good. So it's surprising that that he was you know that class was ranked quite so low um but he's certainly a loss cole is gone i would make that argument that you mentioned for foster i think foster was the better player for them uh and certainly the recruiting class rankings were kinder to to him uh they see him as a star and now he's a senior so that's going to help them and farmer can come in and, and play that small forward role I just have a, a little bit of a hard time taking them seriously as a top NTT contender because it's not Joplin's history. You know, that they've rarely been in the NTT and it's not obvious just looking at the squad that they have so much talent that they necessarily would be there year in and year out. Um, the fact that Foster is a senior gives me, you know, some pause in saying the following, but I kind of think they're going to be in the PTT this year. And I know, you know, it's sacrilege to talk about, other tournaments outside of the PNTT and that's not <laughs> what we're here to discuss, but just to give a, you know, a sense of where I think they rank across all 256 teams in the league, you know, maybe they'll be back in the NTT, maybe not, but I, I don't think they're some, you know, top 10 team, you know, at the top of this group, that's so difficult to potentially beat. Well, Jonathan Sanchez um, is a stud. Let's, uh, I, he was a huge recruit in high school. I forget Probably, I think he's like a four four five five type of guy. Um, excellent defender, even though his stats didn't really show it. I think he was like good, excellent, fair, excellent, something like that. Um, as a recruit, uh, he he did fine, but he didn't really have much opportunity. Uh, I wonder how he does the, this coming year. Um, they kind of have an interesting team. They're really tall. Uh, mm-hmm. They they all can. I mean. A lot of their guys can really pass well. Um, Foster, Bowers, Prince, and defend. Um, it's an interesting team. They have a lot of talent on there. 
Um, I'm not sure. I, I don't know if I'd say they're a PTT team, but they have a big piece to um, replacing Cole. So we'll see how they do that. But they, they do have a good class coming in. I like this class. Um, yeah, I think I think they have some things they can work with. And, yeah, we'll see how they, they do. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm looking at them again, and they are they are pretty good. Um, I think, I, like I said, I'm just biased against them because they historically haven't been great. But Sanchez is a good player, and Foster is a star. So if if Farmer is roughly what Cole did, you know, 85 percent of it as a freshman, then they should be there. Yeah, I can vamp if you need me to vamp. Everybody, we got Coach V has family duties, so I'm gonna get started with our second team, and I'll just keep talking until he shows up. Okay, so number two seed here in this re- in this group is Los Angeles, the Wolfpack, coached by G. Turinsky. Last season, they were a number one seed in the PTT, finished 13th, uh, making the Sweet 16, and lost some good players. Uh, although the recruiting classes rankings don't suggest that. Uh, I mean, it was 180-203 senior class. Uh, they lost Travis Goodwin, who was their leading scorer, 25 points a game. So actually very similar to what we were just saying about Joplin in that Joplin had a poorly ranked senior class led by a great scorer in Cole. And that's true here with L.A. They lose Goodwin, who scored 25 a game on very efficient numbers. Uh, and they also lost Oscar Thomas, who started at center, but really had some uh, just flat out bad stats at that spot. So, you know, anytime you lose a starter, it hurts. But I, I don't think it's going to be too difficult for this team necessarily to replace him, especially because they brought in uh, a freshman in Cantavius Samano, who's seven foot and looks like he can play some defense and hold down that spot at least as well as Thomas did. Because frankly, as I said, they were a one seed in the PTT. They had four solid starters, and then Thomas was the weak link there. So losing Goodwin will hurt, but I would think Samano could step in at that center spot and maybe outdo what Thomas did last year. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see where they go to replace Goodwin. Uh, Eric Marshall is a guy who came off the bench last year as a backup small forward and had some very nice overall numbers, 7.8 assists per 30 minutes and uh, was reasonably efficient, not shooting very much, but as a shooter, he was efficient. So they're going to have problems replacing that big-time scorer that Goodwin was. But I do think there are five good enough players to fill in the starting lineup here. Now we'll find out. Coach, are you back yet? I am back. I am back. Great. Go ahead. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, I think this team, you know, is solid. They may, they barely missed the P, uh, the NTT last year. Um, mm-hmm. Played in Conference 30 where – you know, they uh, they came up just short, uh, but they got some talent. They're, you know, losing a big man, bringing in a big man. Um, I hope Samano can do well. I don't remember him, but he's got decent stats. Do you remember him? Was he a tie or do you remember? I, I kind of vaguely remember him. Um, I feel I like I looked at all the... I feel like yeah. I looked at all the big man recruits that, like, I would at least look at them, and I don't remember him per se. Okay, so. let's see. So uh, he's not too bright, 1.98 GPA. Uh, he was fair scouted with some nice scouted ratings, uh, excellent minus shot, good defense, good athleticism. <laughs> I don't know that that, you know, is going to hold up, obviously. Statistically, uh, it doesn't really back up there, just eight points a game. But he could be good shot, maybe. 
Bobby, it's probably good. It's probably good defense and athletic. What did Bobby say about him? Bobby's rating hit him as a fair plus, excellent, fair, fair minus, poor, good minus. So, okay. I mean, that's passable if you can be better, better, better than the outgoing center. Yeah, I mean, any excellent big man, excellent defending big man. I think he that rating probably leans on that one point four steals, which is probably pretty high for mm-hmm. a center. Mm-hmm. I think um, yeah. most centers can't get that many steals. Uh, you know that. That's something to uh, that's something to look at. Although I think uh, who was it? Was it Naf that was trashing on Bobby's ratings? He's like they weren't even close. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I did see that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if it was him, it's probably because he's frustrated with his own team. But yeah. Yeah. Um, like I said, so here's the biggest question I had while I was going on and on uh, while you were while you were away. Uh, how do they replace the scoring that they lost with Goodwin? That's my question. Yeah. Um... You know, someone like Hogg potentially is going to have to step in. Let me see here. Uh, I mean, that's a big thing. Noah Hayes, if I remember right, he was a decent. He was a decent recruit coming out of high school, and he's been fairly efficient when he has played. Um, I'm not exactly sure why he hasn't been playing more. Uh, yeah, you would think he might have. I mean, I guess it's just being wedded to height. Putting, putting he might not there, be a yeah. great defender. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like he's got really yeah. low skill numbers per thirty, and but he he looks like a scorer. I mean, maybe he's going to have to play him. Yeah, that so. sounds about right to me. Give him a shot. Yeah. All right. Uh, you want to look at rally? Sure. Okay, we'll look at. Give me a second to <laughs> pull him up. Rally brings in a. 142, 166 class replacing a 79, 73 class. Um, they lose two starter senior starters, one split time, I think. So I'm not sure. Um, and Ethan Allen, but he brings in a little height with Zakiyash Joukowsky. I think that guy was a 2-2 for him. Um, fairly efficient shooter, uh, 49 from two, from field goal with 12.7 points per game, 10 10 rebounds, um, 2.7 blocks isn't bad. I would assume he'd slide into that power forward role um, unless he wants to play Jordan Brantley, who played a little bit last year. I don't know how I feel about Jordan Brantley. I think I think uh, Coach Toast was just trying to figure out a few things and figure out what works. Um, Brantley, let's see, he started the first part of the season, then he moved him to the bench. So that's uh, – that's what happened there, but um, mm-hmm. and then uh, Jonathan Waters is a six in undersized uh, center, not the greatest, but decent efficiency numbers. And then so all three were set were centers, so you don't really know how they're going to play because they're all well. At least the Earl and Waters were playing out of position, mm-hmm. but Earl could be pretty good. Twelve point one for. A six-four center is not bad numbers. Um, maybe he's going to have to score a little bit for him. They're replacing Caleb Rhodes. That's um, it's going to be something uh, that. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly where this team goes, but um, yeah, we'll see. We're... Taking a look at Earl, just because you talked about him. excellent scouted at excellent minus shot, so he could be an excellent shooter, um, as you suggested. Playing center, those are not bad scoring numbers and shooting numbers for him. So 
possible that he could make an impact for this team. I agree with what you said initially that Jakowski should have a great shot at, you know, moving into that starting role. Uh, it was Brantley, like you said, that started early in the year. But I also wonder about Maxwell O'Keefe, who was the backup center last year. He had some pretty solid numbers as well. He didn't, he didn't like get that chance. Yeah, yeah. 2.2 steals, 1.4 blocks per 30. Um, I don't know that he started a single game last year, but just based on his stats, you would think that maybe he would get that kind of chance. I'm checking right now. Uh, yeah, he was he's not been, in starting lineup at all. Yeah, he's been backup center his whole life. <laughs> yeah, give him a chance, give him a shot. So I don't know. I mean, it's just it's a very decent team, right? Doesn't doesn't jump off the page. Um, there's nothing here that makes me think they're going to make some big leap. You know, they they graduated Rhodes, who was arguably their best player, uh, yeah. and then Allen is gone too, uh, to the extent that matters. So I think you know, Jaka they can replace Allen. But I don't. It's not clear to me exactly how they're going to replace the production they got from Rhodes, and you know they may end up just kind of treading water overall. Yeah. Let's look at Clemson. They uh, lost the one eighty two one thirteen class and replaced it with the one hundred six one hundred seven class. Um, but Matthew Johnson Johnston, there's a T in there. Uh, he was probably that that big disparity, that 70 or 69 point disparity, um, in those, uh, in those, uh, recruit rankings. Um, mm -hmm. he wasn't the most efficient. He, he shot only 47.3 and he shot a lot. So you might've hurt him, but, and he kind of got, it seems like he got a little worse maybe as his career went on. Um, definitely his senior year was left a lot to be desired. You can uh, say but, he was a disappointment. I mean, if you if you look at him in high school, he scored twenty six points a game, and I remember him as a recruit. He, I think you you might not because he was from Conference fifteen and didn't want to stay local, okay. so you wouldn't yeah. explain him. But I remember him. He looked like a good player. I don't. I can't remember what the issue with him was. He might have been poor athlete or something like that. So maybe that's why he didn't really have the college career that one might have hoped. But mm -hmm. yeah, I mean that he's a loss, but. I wonder if it's one of those where coach will just kind of be relieved to get rid of him given just given how much of, you know, the expectations were higher. Yeah. I really like this Andrew Barnes guy. Um, he looks like just like a great glue guy that can pass. He can defend. Um, he has great rebounds for his size and stuff like that. I wouldn't mind putting him at the small forward or shooting guard. I feel like he could kind of fit everyone together. They, they don't have a lot of guys that are – they have uh, Petro, their point guard, who passed a lot, but he also turns it over a lot. I feel like Barnes could slide in there. Worlds is an interesting guy. Um, I don't think – I mean, he's a great scorer, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and, and he's got a positive assist to turnover, but just leaves a little bit to be desired from the, uh, from the defensive side. But – I mean, I feel like you got to play, play him because they're going to be so hurting for points. Last year, they only scored 70 points per game, and they lost probably their, like, they lost Johnston, who was, you know, one of the guys they relied on the most. Yeah. No, I think both of those guys will find their way into the starting lineup, Barnes and Worlds. Uh, they both look good. And as you say, they have complementary skill sets, right? Worlds yeah. can score, Barnes can do everything else. So they, they may be nice, you know, pieces to have in the front court. And then Benjamin Leonard uh, did a pretty nice job for them last year as a freshman center. So I, I think they may be okay sort of defensively and, uh, you know, down low. 
but as you as you called out scoring is going to be the problem for them they didn't score very much last year johnston is gone i don't really see a great option on the roster from last year to replace what he did so the hope would be that offensively they can stay about the same worlds might very well be a more productive scorer than johnston so maybe they could even take a slight bump up there and then with barnes entering the starting lineup if if our projection or my projection is right you know their defense can stay strong and maybe even you know take a little bit of a step as well yeah looking at this group as a whole um, I think it's going to be really interesting to see how it plays out. Clemson hit, I'm looking at their out of conference, uh, out of group schedules. Clemson has South Bend, Shreveport, Pueblo. Shreveport will be pretty tough. Uh, Joplin has Macon, San Jose, Hot Springs. Los Angeles has Inglewood, Daytona, Phoenix. And Raleigh has Lansing, Daytona, um, Montpelier. So uh, I think Raleigh's probably got the toughest one of. Um, of those teams, but you know, I think uh, I, I think what it's going to come down to is probably I don't know. I'm thinking. I mean, I think Joplin's the favorite for sure, um, but it, I guess the question is, can a team like Los Angeles unseat them? Are they good enough, or are they just uh, do they just need more talent? Or yeah, what do you think? Yeah, like I said about Los Angeles, I think they'll be fine in uh, in the middle. They lost Thomas, but Samano will be okay. Uh, I just don't know that they're going to have the lead scorer that they had last year. So, you know, they'll bring in somebody like Noah Hayes, maybe, and then, you know, whatever shortcomings initially had him out of the starting lineup get exposed. So um, I, I was somewhat bearish on Joplin when we talked about them individually. But in this group, I, I do think they're the best team. They certainly have the best player uh, in, in Seth Foster. So yes. I, I see them as favorites. And I don't know. The other three teams are all okay. None of them really wows me. I mean, I've, I've now previewed a few of these groups on this on these, on this this podcast. And yeah. I have to say, candidly, I think this is one of the weak, weaker groups I've seen. Okay, cool. Well, we'll wrap it up there. Um Thanks so much for listening in, everyone, and we will talk to you later.